Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, Pater! Pater! Hi, everyone, and welcome to Paydirt, a Penn State football show. Along with former Penn State and NFL quarterback Matt McGloin, I'm Tom Hannafin. This show is brought to you by our sponsors, Funk Brewing, the official craft beer partner of Paydirt. We're big fans of Funk Citrus IPA, the Silent Disco IPA as well, but be sure to check out their Cranberry Sour Power Ale, the 365 birthday ipa and the oatmeal cookie golden ale funk has so many great beers to choose from at their tap rooms in emmaus elizabethtown and york in pennsylvania you can find a variety of funk brewing beers at your favorite beer distributor and grocery store visit funkbrewing.com to learn where and how you can get your fantastic products must be 21 years or older to purchase please drink responsibly also bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season everything from the big game coming up in the nfl to pro and college basketball uf UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Paydirt is presented by betonline.ag where the game starts. Also, we invite you to head to shop.believe.com. That's shop.believ.com and search Pater for our two t-shirts. One is the official show logo over the heart. It comes in white, navy, blue, and black. And the other is a navy blue t-shirt. It has the Pater word mark over the heart and on the back circa the 2012 Penn State football season. It has Matt McGloin's name and number. Again, head to shop.believe.com. That's shop.believ.com and search Pater for our two t-shirts. Matt, it's funny mentioning the 2012 season. It kind of frames what we're diving into today, largely speaking about what is ahead of young quarterback Drew Aller heading into 2023, but also talking about what is going on this time of year for Penn State football players in regards to winter workouts, conditioning, prepping for the season ahead. There's a lot of different things happening, but I I find it very interesting to, you know, we were just talking about the ad read for the 2012 season, the T-shirt. And, and it brings me back to the opportunity that you had between the 2011 and the 2012 mm-hmm. season. There was no question going into that offseason that you were going to be the guy, that you were going to be the starting quarterback the next season. Drew Aller is experiencing something similar. There's not a soul in State College that is unhappy that Drew Aller is going to be the starting quarterback in 2023. The program's behind him. The fans are behind him. Obviously. This is apples to oranges. What you experienced in 2011 to 2012, it was a very, very difficult time in the history of the program. Obviously, you were much more mature. You were older. You were more experienced than what Drew Aller is going through right now. Can you imagine being an 18, 19-year-old kid and being handed the keys to the kingdom at this point in time? Well, going back to this time of year, Tom, at Penn State, I do not miss this time of the year at Penn State and what these these kids are going through with the football program here, the conditioning, the lifting. It's just, it's brutal, man. Like, we used to have those in 2012 when O'Brien came in, Craig Fitzgerald, you know, we used to have those outdoor workouts where, you know, we're, we're, we're doing bag drills, we're, we're we're like doing, we're, we're jumping over hurdles. We're jumping, we're diving onto the ground, Tom. It's freezing outside. This is early, you know, 6 a.m., whatever it may be. Like, and like looking, 
looking back on it, like that was their way of saying, okay, what do we have? Who wants to be here? Who's committed? Who's going to bring it every single day? Who's going to compete? I mean, you talk about competition in the offseason, Tom. That offseason to start 2012 with that new staff, I mean, that might have been the most competitive environment that I've ever been around. Because in a way, I mean, it was a fresh start for everyone, right? And, and we were told that, right? Look, at, I mean, we, we need to see what we have, right? Well, we know you've been a part of the program for maybe one year, three years, four years, but we need to evaluate everybody here, right? So in a way, it was, it was refreshing because, you know, for a guy like myself, I had started games. I had been a backup. I'd started games. I had been a backup. You know, we had other quarterbacks on the roster. Now, did I feel like the job was going to be mine, Tom. Yeah, I, I felt like I was in that position, but you have to be able to prove yourself and not just prove yourself when spring ball kicks off, but prove it every single day to your teammates, to the coaches, to the strength and conditioning staff, to who is ever out there that you're not just going to show up when it's time to practice, but you're going to show up every day in the weight room, in the film room. And during those conditioning moments, you have to lead and you had to do your best. And for me, you know, I had to do my best to lead by example. Right, because that was the position that I was in at that point in time. Because again, like O'Brien announced I was gonna be the starting quarterback in June or so or whatever it was, even though I'd like to think I was I, I was gonna be the guy. Yeah, at the still, time everybody was like, it's gonna be McGloin going into 2012. Yeah. But but it was like there was still nobody had made an announcement. So for me, you know, yeah, you were you were a vocal leader at times, but it was important to me to kind of lead by example you know, and bust your butt every single day to prove to your teammates that like, all right, Maddie, Maddie wants this thing. You know, you know, we, we, Maddie's doing everything he can to prove that he's going to be the guy moving forward. And I think with Drew Aller now, and we talked about this, Tom, on a previous episode, don't look past Bo Perbula, right? We, we talked about how good of a quarterback room that should be, how healthy of a quarterback room that should be. And knowing what we know about Probula, I mean, heck, they were talking about his offseason last year. Mm -hmm. yeah, so if you sure. think he's going to take a backseat to anybody, I mean, that's not going to happen. So if you're Alar, you got to know every day this kid's going to bring it, this kid's going to battle, this kid's going to compete. And I think that's great for Alar. But with that being said, if you're Alar, you know you're the guy. So it's all about showing that to everybody out there. Like, I'm taking this seriously. I'm committed to this. I want to get better every single day. I want to grow into the leader that everybody thinks I can become. So this is a really important time. This is a crucial time for the development of Drew Allar, for Bo Prabula, and, and for their image. And what the coaches see from these guys every single day, how they're carrying themselves. Um, you know, Singleton and Allen looking at this guy and saying, all right, we got something here. The offensive line, these wide receivers, right? Saying, all right, we got something here in this guy and the defense as well. You know the defense is going to be great. They're going to continue to improve and they're going to continue to get better. But everybody is looking at Drew Allar, Tom, and saying, what do we have in this guy? And, and I asked her before, but like, can you imagine dealing with that pressure as a freshman now about to be a sophomore? <laughs> like, do you do you even think at that age you were would have been remotely ready for that responsibility? You know, granted, I, I, you I, wanted it, but do you think you would have been what's, ready? What's in you, you certainly want it, you know what I mean? You certainly want that uh, responsibility. You always feel like you can be the guy, whether you're ready or not. I mean, heck, I probably. You know, thought I could have been the guy when I was a redshirt freshman or whatever it was, you know, but you, you're not you're, you're not there yet. You know, what I think is important 
with a guy like Drew Allard, you need to have all the confidence in the world, have the confidence in yourself, the confidence in your abilities, and the confidence of knowing that you can do it every single day. And you can lead the team not just to a Big Ten title, but you can lead the team to the college football playoff starting now. Um, what's important is what he has around him and how the guys around him with experience are handling this and how the coaching staff is handling this every single day. Because I look back on my career, and I'm not comparing myself to Drew Aller. I'm not comparing our careers, right? But when I first stepped in that huddle as a redshirt sophomore on the road at Minnesota, it was smooth. It was comfortable, right? And we, we you know, we, everybody was kind of smiling in a way because like I, they had, you know, embraced me as a player. You know, they knew what I was capable of doing, Tom, you know, throughout, you know, being on the uh, on the team for a couple of years, seeing mm -hmm. what I was doing in the weight room, on the practice field, in the film room. They knew that I can step in and be and be the guy and, and help be a part of that team and help lead that team. So that's what Drew Allar needs right now from his team. He needs support. Um, you know, he needs to he needs to have his team have his back and say, we believe in you, Drew. I mean, that just gives you so much confidence, Tom. And you continue to build on that. And every time you step in the huddle, every time you step in the practice field, it's kind of it's reassuring in a way, knowing that these guys support you and they believe in you. Especially this past season. I'm trying to remember which game it was. I want to say it was Indiana that maybe there was a question whether or not Clifford was going to be physically okay to start the game. That might have been it. I'm, I'm, if I'm getting the game wrong, forgive me. But I remember there was some sort of thing that came out that week that maybe it was uh, Deny Dennis Sutton or something like that went on Instagram in the locker room mm -hmm. and was like pointing at Drew Hour like, oh, QB1 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That never happened, and it sounded like you know Dennis Sutton maybe got a talking to or something like that. But it sounds like at least the freshman class and the underclassmen are are very excited about him. It was obviously a very highly touted class that came in in 2022. So it's great to see that they're sticking together, and you want to see that hopefully for years to come. Transfers, of course, will happen. But you hit the nail on the head in terms of guys like Allen and Singleton and Abdul Carter and Drew Allard. Like you've got this fabulous nucleus of young talent. And you're just curious if this is going to really go the direction everybody hopes. And it seems like there's support for Drew Aller. I think there's plenty of people within the program, especially that you know didn't like the outside noise in regards to Sean Clifford. So hopefully none of that was put on Drew Aller negatively. That's just the plight, a plight being a strong word, but the plight of being the backup quarterback. Everybody wants to see you in there, and you live that as well. But the challenge for Drew is – it's very different than what you experienced. I don't think any Penn State football fan was expecting in 2012, this team's going to win the national title. But no. No, yeah. Everybody expects Drew Aller to be every bit the five-star recruit and quarterback that he's been heralded to be and with the expectation so high. Is that too much? It's almost unfair in a way. And we talk a lot about unfair expectations for these younger players a lot on this show because I, I do believe in that, right? I, I mean, have we seen flashes of what he's capable of doing at times? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. But the mindset for him and the approach for him right now is completely different than, let's say, what Katron Allen or, and, and Nick Singleton are going through because these guys have done it week in and week out. They've experienced it. They've stepped up. So when we say Tom, yeah, Nick Singleton, Catron Allen, those are, those are national championship backs. Those guys are guys that we know can take us the distance here this season and get us in the playoff. And then if we rely on them, 
yeah, I mean, they, they can they can carry that weight. They can carry the weight of the team because they've done that. But guess what, Tom? They know they can do it too, right? So, you know, if again, that that's and that's the difference right there right now with where Drew Aller is at. We can talk a lot about Purdue. We can talk a lot about the throws he's made, the off-balance throws, how he's 6'5", 235, 240. He's got a strong arm. He's got a quick release. The mechanics have improved. The 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 growth that he made from the spring game to when we saw him in week one versus Purdue was incredible. And the ability to do that and how difficult it is to be able to do that, Tom, but mentally knowing you haven't done anything yet. That's still going to sit in the back of his mind. That should sit in the back of the coaching staff's mind. And that needs to sit in the back of the minds of every Penn State fan out there and just say, listen, let's pump the brakes here for a second. We've got a great defense. The offensive line has improved. We arguably have the best one-two punch in America at the running back position, right? What we have at wide receiver remains to be seen. We don't know yet, right? Mm -hmm. So that needs to be something we need to focus on and look at. Drew, Drew Aller needs to continue to develop the relationships with those wide receivers, these new wide receivers. That needs to be a main focus here right now throughout this offseason and, and uh, heading into spring ball and heading into the summer, Um but all he has to do right now, in my mind, Tom, is play quarterback. That's it. He, he doesn't have to go out there and force football, the football throws down the field. He doesn't have to win games every single play right now with where he's at. He needs to understand the offense. He needs to embrace that role. He needs to learn how to play the position. Right? I think that's important, too. Understand what the staff wants out of him and just do his job right now because everything around him is so strong that that's all he has to do. He doesn't have to be any, he doesn't have to be superhuman right now. That's all. If he could just do his job, right? St stay in his lane, stay the course. I mean, I think, I think that's the best route to go. I, I hope so. And, and you would be able to identify it pretty quickly in terms of what are the normal pitfalls of a young, hungry quarterback. And it sounds like, you know, maybe trying to do too much all at the same time, trying to hit you a home it. run, we should just get on base. Mm -hmm. You said it. No, that's perfect. You're trying to do too much. Right. You don't have to do that. You don't need to impress anybody. Right. We, we already know he's he's going to be the guy to lead this team. You don't have to try to impress anybody with anything at this point in time. He needs to continue to learn, continue to grow. Yeah. Continue to remain confident. But it needs to be explained to him right now what his role is and what his position needs to be. And that you don't have to press Trust it. There's going to be ups and downs. There absolutely is. But it's what you're able to do to over overcome the downs there that's going to determine who you become as a quarterback, how fast you develop, and how fast you grow. Um, so I, I just think they need to be able to communicate with this kid on a daily basis. You know, make sure he's having fun. Make sure he's enjoying this process. You know, um, but it's it's a good position right now to be in, Tom, I think, as a quarterback for Drew Allar. And again, and I'll make this point, because you know what you have around you, right? He needs to be reminded of that. Are you a fan of rivalries? Are you a fan of smack talk? Do you like to stand out from the crowd at tailgates? If so, head over to Smack Apparel and check out what their team is geared up for this football season. Their Let There Be White tee is the perfect gear for those famous whiteout games at Beaver Stadium. Or get straight to the point with the worst tee. 
for all the Ohio State haters out there. Smack Apparel makes the gear that'll have everyone asking where you got it. They have the must-have tees for all your teams, including pro football, baseball, basketball. Every fan is covered. Head over to their website, smackapparel.com, and use the promo code PAYDIRT at checkout for 10% off. Again, that's smackapparel.com, promo code PAYDIRT at checkout. Why wear boring when you can wear smack? Are you looking for undeniably good hair and beard care? Then Maestro's Classic is perfect for you. Maestro's has beard washes, beard oils, beard butters, plus hair gels and pomades. It's one brand for every man. Visit maestrosclassic.com. That's M-A-E-S-T-R-O-S classic.com and use our promo code paydirt 15 paydirt 15 at checkout for 15% off your order. Maestro's Classic, crafting a better you. So I guess my question kind of coming off of last season, we saw how Mike Yersich adapted with Sean Clifford, realized that the play action game was really going to benefit Clifford. We've had Steve Jones on the show before, and Steve was talking about, you know, they'd be very happy if Sean Clifford was a two to one touchdown to interception ratio quarterback. And you and I have discussed it ad nauseum that Clifford needed to be on a pitch count, 20, 25 passes that you don't need him to try and take over the game and throw 30, 35, 40 times a game. That's that's not who Sean Clifford was. But we know Mike Yurcich wants to throw the ball aggressively. Mm-hmm. And that's something he did at Oklahoma State, something he did at Ohio State. And now it appears he's got the quarterback to do it. I guess my question is, does Mike Yurcich stick with the bulk of what the offense was last mm-hmm. year to give his freshman quarterback a minute to acclimate? And it's like, hey, let's lean on this play-action game that we've developed. Or... Do you let the guy, you know, throw it? Let him really open up the offense <laughs> yeah. in terms of passing. I, I don't, you know, what's you, when you look back, Tom, at the early portion of that season, I, I don't think we knew right what we had at the running back spot at Penn State. Yeah. Right, that that took kind of weeks for uh, you know for us to be like, all right, well, we we've got something special in these running backs. Then you started the, you started to see Mike Yersich understand that and lean on those two guys, and then kind of use Sean Clifford in that, you know completion driven game manager role need you to make a big throw every single you know not every single down but you know every now and then you need to you need to have the explosive pass you know I, I think it's tough because the way I look at it heading into the spring here Tom I mean I, I would still rely heavily on that run package and that run game with these two guys just to get Al or comfortable mm-hmm. and let him understand how this how this offense can work and how this offense can operate and then with the way he's developing and how fast he's developing, I, I, I mean, you know, the sky's the limit. I think with this offense and the ability to throw the football, knowing how talented he is, it's just of how much, right, how fast he develops, how much he grows, and how much he's able to grow in a hurry will help Mike Yersich expand this offense in a hurry. And I think, Tom, the difference you should see from last year to this year is that when there's a big throw or there's a big moment, this kid's not going to miss it, right? That, and this, you, I mean, listen, Sean Clifford did a lot of great things for the school and for the university and for the football program. What a way to finish out in the Rose Bowl game and a lot of big throws. But what's expected from Drew Allar is this past year, the, the big throws and big moments and big games that maybe Sean Clifford could not come up with. That's now expected 
from Drew Allar. And it's things like that, that for Penn State and where we think they're capable of going, I mean, that's going to make all the difference in those Michigan games and in those Ohio State games. And let's not forget the first month of the season, first month, home versus West Virginia, home versus Delaware at Illinois, which is going to send a, a handful of guys to the NFL. And I expect Brett Bielema to have a good program next year. You and I talked about it. Penn State was fortunate not to play Illinois uh, around the middle of the season. I'd say October. Yeah. That would have been a really difficult point. Then you're home against uh, Iowa and then you're at Northwestern to round out September. Welcome to being the starting quarterback at Penn State. That's by, by no means like the most difficult schedule in the country, but that's not easy by any means. So Drew Hour is going to have some uh, baptism by fire, so to speak. And, and I think the greater thing that I always think about, you know, I've been a Penn State fan since I was a kid and nothing against any Penn State quarterback that has come through, yourself included. Penn State football fans have been dying for a Heisman caliber quarterback. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is that like to win the Heisman is not the end all be all. Obviously we've seen fabulous players not win the Heisman and do brilliant things in college and the NFL. But I think there's this, this, this envy that Penn state football fans have looking at, for instance, like a USC where it's like, Oh, you had Carson Palmer. And then you followed him up with Matt liner. Like they want that field general first round pick. It's yeah. the guy that alpha male quarterback. There was the hope that like Christian Hackenberg was going to be that guy and not to be negative on Christian Hackenberg, but his expectations were here and what he did was down here. You know, it, it was a mixed bag for what he experienced. It, it, we talk about unfair expectations. College football playoff is one thing. Do you think it's extremely unfair that there's a lot of Penn State football fans who expect Drew Hour to be the best quarterback to ever go through Penn State by the time he's done? You want to you want a face of the program. Right. And a lot of times it's the quarterback. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what's expected from Drew Allar. And I think the most important thing that he could do as a young player who, again, hasn't started a football game. So we don't know what he's really capable of doing out there. I mean, the last thing you're going to want to do is stop and look around and buy into it. I mean, that's that's I, I think that's the worst thing that you can possibly do. All he needs to do is continue to stay the course. I mean, you talk about living in a bubble. Right living in a fishbowl, mm -hmm. right? That's what he That's what he has to do. Don't buy into it. Don't read this. Don't read that. You know where you're at, right? And, and, the, and the things you're doing well and the things you need to improve upon. Believe in that, trust that, and just stay in that world. Don't, don't read this. Don't read that. Don't worry about expectations. Don't, don't do this or do that. Just trust your process. Trust the people around you. Trust the people that are helping you develop day in and day out. I think, I think that's the best thing that he can do. Um, and just stay the course. And as you mentioned, being in a bubble, winter workouts right now, uh, weather in State College, Pennsylvania is not great this time of year. So we've both experienced it. They should so be outside working out. They should be outside. Yeah, yeah, you up. Be, be out behind Medlar Field doing hills or something like that. That's that's perfect. But yeah, he's, he's got the opportunity here for the next you know eight months to really buckle down and get ready for this upcoming season. Because as I mentioned, that, that first five games, you're diving right into things. I'm very excited about this home and home with West Virginia. I think that's a great thing for the Penn State football program. Uh, but this is a challenge to start the season, especially, again, for I forget how many years in a row it is. You're starting Big Ten play on the road at Illinois in the middle of September. Uh, I, I think the Big Ten sees that as a draw, that it's like, oh, okay, if you put Illinois at home, 
to open up Big Ten football against, uh, I don't know, Rutgers. You're not going to get great mm-hmm. viewership. But you send Penn State on the road where Penn State's potentially in jeopardy and maybe comes out with a win, yeah, that that's going to draw some eyeballs. And I know that's something that really rubs James Franklin the wrong way, and it's bulletin board material. It seems like it's fired up the team multiple years in a row that they've had success in regards to that opening Big Ten game. But that that, that first five games, I, I didn't even really process it now until we were going through this. I was like, freshman quarterback, you know, 58% completion percentage last year and limited opportunities. It's like, eh, get get ready, dude. <laughs> it's going to be and fun. I think, and I think, too, one of the things you realize is that, like, and then you realize this as you get older and, you know, you, you play longer and longer. It's like, you can't, you can't, you can't just say, oh, I can't wait for September to be here. I can't wait for September to be here. Like, it, it's going to get here fast, right? You, you need to do everything you can between now and, gosh, you know, whatever whatever it may be in the next 12 weeks, these 12-week lifting programs, workout programs, you need to stay in that world and stay in that lane for 12 weeks. Put size on, put strength on, make sure you're in great shape heading into spring ball. And then it's spring ball time. Do everything you can to focus on that. Spring ball will come to an end. Boom, Tom, it's the summer. Right, developing better relationships with the wide receivers, the tight ends, the running backs, right? Talking protections and things like that with your offensive line, putting everything together, boom, and then it's training camp and then it's on. So it's kind of like all this timeline type things, but they go by really fast. So if you just focus on what you're in, that's the way to maximize your time and, and, and maximize that moment that you're in. Yeah. I'm very excited for the Drew Aller era. Uh, I think this is going to be a big thing for Penn State football. I agree with a lot of the expectations out there that Penn State should be a college football playoff contender next season. And if Drew Aller lives up to some, and I mean some of the expectations that are out there, we're in for a very exciting 2023. So I feel very optimistic about it. Uh, Matt, thank you as always for your insight in regards to what it's like to be a starting quarterback at Penn State because it's uh, it's going to be a lot for Drew Aller. So thank you all for joining us here on Pater, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you all so much for joining us. This episode and our entire library of shows is available now on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, let us know what you think of the show on Twitter, at QB 11 and at Tom Hannafin. Paydirt is presented by Bet Online and by Funk Brewing. Thanks again, everyone, and join us next week for more Paydirt. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.